Hello there. We have a doozy of an episode <laughs> today. Um, this stemmed because I had a client, a new client come into my world and we were having kind of like initial conversations and she was like, I just want to kind of like start by asking you, what does it look like to run your business? Like, what does it look like to feel spacious? Like, what are the things that I need to start thinking about or considering going into this journey? And I was like, wonderful question. Um, and then through that conversation, I was like, I should put this into a podcast. So this is that podcast. Let's dive in. Welcome to Spacious, the podcast for business owners, leaders, and CEOs who desire simplicity, sustainability, and spaciousness in their lives and in their companies. In this podcast, we'll dive deep with lessons, perspective shifts, coaching, and guests to help you find and create a spaciously successful business. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, so in the conversation, a few things came up right away, and then I continued to just think about it over some time and bring some more to our conversation and then, of course, to this podcast. So the first thing, and in, in, in my opinion, like the biggest, the most important thing, the the flex that I feel like I have achieved, the way that I live my life and run my business, is that I I work under capacity. And this is like the thing that is at the core of what I'm helping most of my private clients achieve. Yes, we're talking about making more money. Yes, we're talking about business structures and offers. Yes, we're talking about clients. Like all of that is is there. But underneath everything is like, how can we learn to work under our capacity? How can we learn to prioritize care, prioritize ourselves? How can we learn to make space in our lives and in our bodies and in our businesses because inevitably life is going to life, right? Like we're going to need to have that extra space. So how can we learn to do that and like feel good in that? So right now, what I'm assuming, if you've never like thought about this and you're in my world and you're attracted to my content, I'm assuming that you are probably used to working and maintaining well over a hundred percent capacity day in and day out. And I'm sure that you know that it's not working, that it's not sustainable, that it doesn't feel good. We are not designed to be able to do that. Like no productivity hack or biohacking or whatever the hell allows for that. And so something that I do is I intentionally work under my capacity so that there is room for me to stretch when something comes up, when life starts lifing, when it feels like things are piling on, there is so much space for me to be with that and hold that and move through that and process that because I'm, I'm starting under you know, it's not like I'm already at a hundred or above, which a lot of y'all are. And then something else happens and I'm just in a complete tailspin. It's like, Oh, this is definitely activating, but I have room to, to be with that. And this is a really big topic and I couldn't condense it into like one listicle point <laughs> in the podcast, but, um, this is truly like the fundamental work of anything that I do, anything I create. It's like the golden thread of my work. How can we get you to a point where you are doing less and you are holding less and you're doing everything with so much more intention and letting go of everything else so that there is space? Like that is the question that I'm constantly asking and thinking about for my work, for my clients, et cetera. So that's number one. That's the biggest one, I think. Now, additionally, I have and believe in holding like rigid flexibility with my actual day-to-day schedule. 
So I'm someone, as you have heard me say countless times, I'm sure, I am someone who operates best with a schedule, with routines, with rituals in place. Um, those things are really supportive to me. I am a quad left. I have a Virgo moon. My unconscious son is in gate five. Like if you're into any of that stuff, you know that that is just like, yep, she likes her structure. She likes her routines and I'm a human. So while I create the structure, I also let myself flow inside of that, depending how I feel on any given day. So like if I'm three days out from my cycle starting and I'm like deep in the luteal funk, I am so happy to push something out and I build my schedule to allow for that, which actually leads really great into like the next point. (laughs) Number three is, um, I don't rush launches or deadlines. And that's not necessarily true for all of my clients. Like a lot of my clients do keep pretty strict, like launch schedules and everything like that. That's just how their business runs and operates. Um, but for me personally, like I don't rush things. If you watch me launch something, there's a very long runway. Um, I, I give myself very long deadlines. Um, for example, right now I'm selling spots into my mastermind that starts in January and it's November, October and October, beginning of November. I've had clients in the past start paying to work with me months before the opening is actually there. And that's just because I, I create so much space around like bringing something into the world, launching something, et cetera. Um, and part of that is like, I really do believe in letting something go if the energy is not there, because here's what I know. And this is something I talk about a lot with my clients who are non-sacral. So projectors or manifestors and my clients who have, um, ADHD or, you know, diagnosed or self-diagnosed. Um, we talk a lot about trusting that the energy will come back because the energy always does come back. Um, and I know for myself, for a lot of my clients, we are able to get things done faster and more effectively when the energy is there. If it's not there, it is not worth the force of it because it's going to take longer, be harder and probably be more mediocre, like actual work. So like an example of that is I typically work on podcasts on Mondays, but if it's not working for some reason, if it's not flowing, if nothing is coming through, if everything feels really like moving through molasses, I just, I let it go. Like my belief is why push and suffer and make less effective or impactful content for some arbitrary deadline that I made up. Like, I'm not going to do that. I would rather wait until the energy is there and know that I will create an amazing, impactful, really juicy, good podcast episode in like 30 minutes when the energy is there, you know? Okay. So the next point is that I, and I've done this for years in my first business as well. I, um, pay myself a consistent salary. So this is really related to, um, like nervous system work, but something that has always really created a lot of safety in me as far as like money goes is how I pay myself. I pay myself consistently from the business And it's something that I know I can maintain. Like I don't, I don't live above my means in that way. So like, even if the business has like, you know, a crazy high month, like my salary isn't changing and the excess is just going into savings or going into a buffer fund. Um, on that note, the next point is like, I really do prioritize taking care of my mindset and my nervous system. Like every single day, that's like top priority. Um, and it's because I, I know that the, if the human, if Caitlin feels supported, then of course everything else is just going to work better, including my business, including how I support my clients, et cetera. 
So for me, this could be so many different ways that I do this, right? Like maybe I'm journaling, maybe there's gentle movement, maybe there's somatic work, maybe there's just prioritizing rest and horizontal time. It really does vary, but it is happening super consistently. It is like the number one priority because I know that that impacts and, and supports everything else that I do and want to do with my business, with my life, et cetera. Um, okay. We're flying through these. I thought this was going to be a really long episode, but I'm just like banging them out. <laughs> um, that being said, if you ever want to talk any more about any of these in particular, just like send me a DM on Instagram and we could expound on any of these at any given time. These are just kind of high level points for you to start thinking about. Um, so my next, my next thing is that I really do let myself feel and be supported. And I have gotten really comfortable asking for what I need and giving myself what I need so that I can feel, you know, resourced and, and held. Um, so this is like a part of nervous system work. I, I've had to grow this skill or this ability. This was a hard, these were hard things for me to step into most of my life. And I know this is true for a lot of you listening. Most of my life, I really valued, you know, doing it alone and being independent and like, I can figure anything out all by myself. I don't need any one kind of energy, but really developing the ability to let myself be supported, to ask for what I need, to be open with my needs, to say, Hey, I need a break from this, or I need space for this, or I can't actually have this conversation right now. Like actually letting myself be a human who has needs has been monumental. Um, and it's just created so much more like mental capacity, mental spaciousness, and honestly, a lot of ease, because what I have found is that people in my life do want to help me, do want to support me in the same way that I want to help them and support them. Um, it's not an inconvenience or an annoyance or any of those stories that, um, I used to tell myself, and I'm sure some of you still tell yourself, uh, people actually do want to help us. It's people are nice. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> um, in a way that I, the way that I approach this is like questions that I'll ask myself if I'm, you know, moving into a launch or a push period or, or just really like anything kind of changing a little bit out of the norm. I'll ask myself, like, what do I need to be able to hold this? Or what do I need to feel more resourced here? And those questions really open up for me. Like, how can I bring in support? How can I bring in help? How can I take care of myself in this season or in this journey? Um, my next point, this is another, I mean, <laughs> have I said this is a really big one for all of them? Yes. <laughs> These are really big though. Um, so this one is like a really big mindset piece. I trust and I actively work on <laughs> trusting that I am doing enough. Um, this is, this is such a mindset thing for people in business, but honestly in life, but really I can see this applying in business and in selling things and marketing things and doing the things right. So when, when I make a plan and I start to execute on the plan, my daily mindset work is like, okay, that is enough. I am doing enough because what my mind defaults to, or, you know, used to default to more is like, oh no, this isn't working. What do we need to do? We need to do more. I'm not doing enough. I didn't see a sale from one post. I must not be doing enough. I need to do more. This isn't working. Like that's just like how the brain does stuff, <laughs> whether that's capital T truth or not. And it's not. Um, but anyway, so then this, this mindset work is like, no, I made this plan. I know enough about business. I have enough of a strategic mind. I made this plan and I'm sticking to the plan and I am trusting that it's enough. 
Because if you're not doing that work, it will never be enough and you will never actually get the things that you want because you'll constantly be like chasing shiny objects or introducing more work or blowing out your nervous system. Like you'll never just be in that place of, I did it, it worked, it was enough. You'll always be chasing a a moving target or a moving finish line. So really like the work here is I'm doing enough. This will work. This is fine. And it's not just like sticking your head in the sand or whatever you might be thinking. It's like really trusting yourself that, that you created a good plan, that you are capable enough, that you are smart enough. Right. Um, and that leads into the next one, which is honestly trusting like the timeline, trusting the, the magic and really coming back to, you know, trusting ourselves. Um, I saw this on a reel recently. I thought it was so beautiful and I'm kind of paraphrasing cause I don't remember the, the details, but it was like something to the effect of, um, a bird doesn't land on a tree branch tree branch. Wow. And trust that the branch will never like snap or fall. A bird trusts itself to be able to use its wings and fly away if it needs to. And I just think that's such a beautiful metaphor that <laughs> the internet gave me <laughs> such a beautiful metaphor though, for like, that's really what it means to trust ourselves. It's not that we have like everything's perfectly in place and nothing will ever go wrong and the tree branch will never fall or the wind will never blow or whatever. It's that like, we will figure it out if, and when something happens. And I know you like, no matter what circumstances you have going on in your life, no matter what experiences you've gone through in your life, I know that there's evidence that you have that you can look to of moments where you have figured shit out, that you can trust yourself to do it. You can trust yourself to navigate it. You can trust yourself to find your way again. And I I think we underestimate ourselves so deeply in this regard. We're like, well, like if this happens, I'll just be, you know, really disappointed. Or if this happens, I'll be really uncomfortable. You have been disappointed. You have been uncomfortable and look at you, like you're still here. And so I just, I really, (laughs) if I could like, you know, nicely kind of like shake you by the shoulders a little bit. I'd be like, you, you've got this, like you can trust yourself. You are so capable. You have figured out so much in your life and you'll continue to figure out so much more after listening to this podcast. Right. So coming into that, realizing that I am the source of my safety. I am the source of my stability. I can rely on myself. I can trust myself. That has literally the, I mean, it's, it's like a cheesy, um, metaphor or saying or whatever, but it is such a weight off your shoulders. It is such a relief. It is such a, like a moment of like feeling kind of confidence flood through your body. Like you feel like you sit up straighter, you hold your chin higher. It creates so much spaciousness. Like if you literally spaciousness, like in your body, like you just feel like you can breathe deeper when you're like, wait, I have got this. Like I can do this. I can do anything. I can figure out anything. It just, it's such a good feeling to step into. And I really want to encourage you if you have like a takeaway from this, um, listening to this podcast to like, look for that evidence for yourself and practice stepping into that feeling, practice stepping into that knowledge. Um, because that's how we do big things. That's how we make big decisions. We take big actions and we go towards our big desires. Okay. I'm a little out of breath. (laughs) Got a little fired up on that last one. (laughs) Um, so anyway, I know this is a lot to kind of absorb and not all of this is, you know, okay, go do all of these eight things right now. Like that's not really possible. All of these things are things that you, you learn and you develop and you hone in on and you build over time. This is why my coaching containers are typically longer, six months to a year, you know, because we're doing big work and it can't just be done overnight. It can't be done with one, you know, sentence that I say to you. I do like, 
I do think that there are moments where we have like big ahas and big like, oh, breakthrough, oh, realizations. And those are so magical, but it really is about taking these things and putting it into like the consistent day-to-day embodiment of it, right? And that's really what my work is here to help people do. Of course, all of that trickles out and impacts your business and helps you run a business that feels better, feels lighter, feels more like ease, feels more spacious, feels really good, feels really aligned to you and your values and what you stand for and what you believe in. And that's just where the magic is. And all of that to say, there is some one-on-one spots opening up. I have a spot open now and I have a spot that will open in January. If you are ready to claim either of those spots, go ahead, send me a message on Instagram and we can chat out the details and learn more just about what's going on in your business, what you're looking for. And if this would be the most supportive option for you heading into the end of this year and the beginning of the next year, I'll chat with you there. What was your takeaway from this episode? What action are you going to take? Come share it with me over on Instagram. It's linked in the show notes. There, you will also find any other important information from this episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not share it with a friend or leave a review? This helps others find the show, and I would be so grateful for your support.